This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. Carol, I, I, listen, I got to say, I predicted this. Mm. The Elon Musk thing. Did I not? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess you did, didn't you? Remember when he wasn't going to agree to go on the board, when he said, I want to go on the board, what did I say? Mm. Well, you can only own you know 14 point something percent. If you're on the board, if you're not on the board, you could buy the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants to do. You think he's going to buy the whole damn thing? I think it's a possibility. I mean, he looks like he's trying, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, come on, Elon. I just think it's, it's hilarious how people are reacting to that. They pretend like they're the free speech people, and they're all having a fit. And somebody actually said billionaires shouldn't own the media. I mean, <laughs> the media is owned by all billionaires. Yeah. Who else Honestly, can afford to got- buy it? Right. You've got Jeff Bezos, you've got Murdoch, you've got people who are billionaires that own the media, but for some reason, because Elon Musk wants free speech, he can't own it. We'll get into the details of that story. I've got Shell Brown on the program. She is the mother from Georgia that stood in front of the school board and was reading graphic books that are available to middle schoolers in that uh, that district in Georgia to the point to where they asked her to stop, and she was like, why? Why would I stop? This is available in school. We also have campus reform on today. Lots of stories going on, plus... A woman got two women pregnant. Carrie, that happened, right? What? Well, uh, well, what? What are you going to say? Sort of. What do you mean? Kinda, but not I don't really. Know what you mean. Yeah, I have a story for you. I mean, we, aren't we told in this day and age that we have to call this person a woman? Yes. Yep. Well, she got two women pregnant. God bless you. It's, it's a miracle. Okay. To be honest, it is eight 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 nine four one pags JoePags dot com for your Thursday. Feeling all right. Uh huh. Say what? Seems I got to have. That is the aforementioned Carrie Lockie. Hello, Quayar, getting it done. Sam Pags, getting it done as well. Imprisoned by the way, it could have been left here on my own. So it seems. Thursday almost Friday the weekend's almost here. In fact, the weekend is here for us after today, right? Most of us, Polo's got to work. Filling for Polo. Come on. I'm not feeling too good myself. Man, a little bit of a wide shot on that one. Yes, sir. Hey, Shush. I'm have to put up with it for a whole other week. I wonder if that list of them you sing. Hmm? What's that? That list that came out today. <laughs> see, I didn't see. Now, people are going to think we set this up. Did I ask you to talk about a list? <laughs> no. No. But it's pretty uh, awesome, isn't it? Come on. Little list came out. Little, little list came out. Uh, you want to tell the people what, what the hell you're talking about? 
Uh, well, what is it? Heavy, the Heavy 100? Tell me. The Heavy 100. Heavy 100. Yeah. Talkers Magazine does the Heavy 100. Yeah. And our friend Joe Pags is number 10 on this list. Thank you. Number 10. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) I appreciate you bringing that up. And you actually sent me a nice note today, which was so, I was like, (laughs) where's the butt? Where's the butt? There is no butt. No. Waiting for the butt. Um, Yeah, we're, we're very lucky. The Talkers Magazine is like the. It's the magazine. It's sort of the source for talk radio. And every year they put out the 100, uh, they call it the most um, important and influential talk show host of the year, which just, when I think about myself, I'm like, really? I talk about <laughs> fart jokes. So um, know. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's always an honor to be on there. I started at number 95, I don't know, like 12, 15 years ago. And uh, now suddenly we're number, number 10. Now, they estimated some time ago that there were 5,000 talk show hosts in the country. So wow. being number 10 has been bad. That's and for reference, awesome. like Hannity's number one. Yeah. But when you sent me the note, what did I say back to you? Well, that I, I played a huge part in that. And I really you appreciate did. that. I do. You did. I just Absolutely. Thought, here's the coolest thing is that, you know, a young woman in radio and I grew up, you know, listening to Howard Stern and, um, and in my early, certainly my early twenties and mid twenties. And he was the big thing and him and mm-hmm. Robin and, and then I look at this list, and you're number ten, and Howard Stern. I mean, you're you've bypassed Howard Stern already. Yeah, I think he's like that's 15. pretty cool. Not yeah. that I looked, I wasn't looking at the list, but oh. yeah, he's <laughs> there's like number twenty one or something. But yeah, right. So I thought, you know what? That's pretty cool. Well, it is cool because I think that I think that with with you and with Polo Cuellar and with Sandpags, um, you know, we're we put together a show that people get. It's not certainly about me. Now they say that I'm the host. That's number ten, but it's really the show that's number ten, and uh, and I appreciate that. I mean, it's it's like in the stratosphere. That's way up there. Um, I don't know that I ever get higher than ten. I don't know that I ever get anywhere near the top five. Who knows? Um, but it's certainly something. It's the one time every year that we can reflect from our industry peers and from like the industry standard talkers uh, that lets us know how we're doing. And we're doing pretty well. And and, uh, and again, without you and, and Polo and Sam and, and Kay when she's in and, and so on, um, and, the other, and the guests that we have on who are nice enough to come on, then we wouldn't be able to do it. So thank you for bringing it up. I did not, please verify to the people I did not ask you, you to bring he, this up people, today. He did not ask me to bring this up at all. But that is kind of cool. You look at Howard Stern, like I filled in for Glenn Beck for eight years. We're ahead of Glenn now. I know. And, and Glenn yeah. is eight times the talk show host I'll ever be. But I mean, the fact that we're ahead of that, of, of these people, there are other people on that list that would make you go, really? The idiot Pags is ahead of that guy? So um, I'm feeling really good about it. It was certainly a nice surprise this morning when I got up. And uh, and thank you for the note. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. You're and I did hear from a few other people on the list who congratulated. And I congratulated them because they're on the list somewhere, too. A lot of people I did not hear from. So there's still it's still that kind of business where you're like, I'm not going to talk about jerk. He shouldn't be number 10. Yeah, um, but uh, but but you know we do the best we can every day. So to that end, next week, we've got a special uh, interview that I'm going to air for you two days. Um, it's Adam Carolla. Now, Adam Carolla, I interviewed him today. He, he's a really nice guy, but he's exactly the guy he is on everything you've ever seen. You know what I mean, Carrie? He's not putting on an act. That's mm-hmm. who the guy is. Okay. Yeah, that's And good. you know how we, we live stream this on video as well, and a lot of people watch us do this as well as yeah. listen? Yep. I remember when we were on something called Justin TV, which eventually became Twitch, which is where I am now, and we're going to be moving to a different format sooner than later. But um, I remember he was on there, and we on this show, I think we had 14 people watching at any given time. Most of them were family members, I think. Yeah. And well, Adam Carolla had thousands of people watching him do it. And I'm like, how is he doing that? That's amazing to me. And I brought it up to him today, and he was like, 
Yeah, I didn't really think about it that way. It was like, he's very Adam Carolla. He's okay. exactly who you think he I is. I know him from, very fo- I guess, MT, uh, uh, MTV, doc- that Dr. Drew show. Yes, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, and he and Dr. Drew are very close friends still. And, of course, he was on The Man Show with Jimmy Kimmel. Mm, that's right. That's right. And I didn't ask him much about Jimmy Kimmel because I don't I really want to do left-right politics. Although, we do talk about Gavin Newsom. We talk about California, what happened, what's it going to take to, for them to change something. We talk about coronavirus and the lies that were out there by the administrations and by uh, and by the CDC and the NIH and everybody else and, the, and the, the big pharma companies. Really good conversation with the guy. And he actually... I'll give you a little clue, and this, we'll probably air this next Thursday and Friday, maybe something like that, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll see how it works out. But I'll, I'll say, I'll tell you this: He blames his mother for why Gavin Newsom is still the, the governor of California. Okay, his mother, not Gavin Newsom's mother, Adam, Adam Carolla's mother. mother. All yes. right. <laughs> okay. But you know, probably okay. after the interview, he probably went, went, "Oh, damn, this guy's number ten. I should have given him more." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a nice two-part thing that that we put together. And let me say thank you to the stations. Okay, this is inside baseball that I probably shouldn't be giving out, but I'm going to anyway. So I've had a very interesting day. So I send out the teas every morning. And the the teas that I sent out to our radio stations, 165 plus, today said Adam Carolla will be on the show because I I forgot that I was going to save it for next week and run it next week, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I sent it out, and, and Sam or Monica or somebody said, hey, weren't you going to do Adam Carolla next week? And I went, ah, oh, damn. I said, I'm like, I can't change the tees right now. I was at the gym, whatever. Got home, and I, and I changed the tees, and I sent it out. And I get a response from a guy at uh, KJCE in Austin. He says, got it. Okay. Now why, Carrie, any idea why that's strange? Um, when you sent them that re- revised one, and he said, got it? Right. No, I didn't think they had us on the station anymore. Oh, and and I'm going okay. Um, that's interesting because they're owned by a company, Odyssey, which we love. But Odyssey has a lot of great hosts that they have deals with, and I had no idea. I was actually told that they weren't they weren't able to keep us in the lineup as much as they wanted to, <laughs> but they had to make some you know some sacrifices. And oh, yeah, okay, that sucks, but I'd, I'd like to be on there. Um, it turns out we've been on there the entire time. So I wrote the game back and I said, I'm sorry, are we still on there? Okay. And and it was great news. It was almost like getting a new affiliate. I was like, we've been on there the whole time. So Casey Johns writes me, who is the program director and and awesome. It says, yeah, oh, no, no, we we switched things around and we made it work. I'm like, well, I wish I would have known that. Yeah, So of course, I talked to the syndicator and I said, hey, I got to know things like this. But that was like another win today. Okay, number 10 and we're still on in the state capitol and I didn't even realize that we were. Look at you! It's like it's like Easter came early. The baby Jesus was uh, was reborn, or or he was resurrected early. What? Well, let's not go. Let's not go that. It was divine intervention. You had a good day. Number ten. That's good. No, that's good. And you're wearing the red outfit. Nothing's wrong today. Look at that. (laughs) Okay. Whatever you (laughs) say. There you go. It's it's been a good day. I do I do want to go Elon Musk though. And for those who don't care about Twitter, you probably should care about this this fight. To, Carrie, would you agree that even if you don't care about Twitter, this is a fight you want to watch? I would, yes, I would say so, for sure. Because Twitter is this so-called platform. It's not. It's a website that allows you to go and sign up. And somebody, I forget where I heard this. It might have been in that movie that was on Netflix about, about um, social media. But it's the only business that calls its customers users, other than drug dealers. <laughs> drug dealers also call us users. Not that I'm dealing or buying drugs, but um, social media will call you a user on Facebook, on Twitter, on whatever, Getter, Truth Social. And um, what they did was they put up a website that said, hey, this is kind of cool. You can now go on and do a tweet 
And anybody who follows you will see the tweet that you did. And it really was more of a meetup thing. Like, hey, let's meet up at the Starbucks in the corner of Maine and First. And they would tweet that out. And then everybody would see it in one thing without having to do sort of a mass, you know, text message or a group text message. You could do it on this website. It was kind of cool. Um, I jumped on there in 2009. And the draw was, this is a site where you do short, snappy things, 140 characters. It's 280 now, I think. But 140 characters. Uh, it wasn't like Facebook where you're posting, you know, what you had for lunch and all that stuff. It's just sort of, hey, bop, what do you think? Bop, bop, somebody answers and retweets and whatever. Then they put in algorithms and the algorithms started to stifle what some people were saying and not what other people were saying. And you started to see a switch from this. They promised there would be a digital town square. You started seeing a switch from digital town square to digital town. We'll let it go if we like what you said. And that's a problem because they have these protections from liability because they promise to only be a platform and not take a side. They promise to be objective and whoever posts stuff, it's up to them to take responsibility for the post. Well, Twitter started saying, not going to let you be seen. We're going to let you be seen a lot. We're not going to let this person be seen. This one's going to be highlighted. And they started doing that. Elon Musk is on Twitter and has been for a long time. He's got like 80 million followers. If you don't know, Elon Musk is the guy who owns Tesla, the electric car company. He's also got, what was it? He started PayPal or something, and that's how he became like a really big deal. Musk has been very loud lately about how Twitter was supposed to be free speech, and it's not. Then he would start doing polls on Twitter. Do you think Twitter should be free speech? Dot, but, dot, but, whatever. And then he started following the Babylon Bee, which is a satire website that does great stories that almost look like they're real, but they're not. They're satire. They're fake. Um, he, he liked them so much that, in fact, he sat down for almost an hour with them, and this is not something that he usually would do, and did an interview with the folks at the Babylon Bee. And it was great. It really hit it off. Talking about free speech, talking about what a platform should be, talking about the future, talking about you know energy, whatever. Not long after that, Twitter suspended the Babylon Bee account because the Babylon Bee, again, a satire website, tweeted that Rachel Levine was their man of the year. Rachel Levine, of course, is male, has a Y chromosome, lives as a female now, was Richard Levine until about 53 years old, then switched and transitioned to now want to be called a female, is an admiral or something with the HHS and is being called the first woman this and the first woman that, and she's one of the women of the year from one of these magazines, and the Babylon Bee doing satire said, Rachel Levine is their man of the year. That got them suspended. They're still suspended. Elon Musk calls the, the, the boss over there, Seth Dillon, friend of mine, we've had him on the program, and, and says, are you currently really suspended from Twitter? And of course, Seth says, yes, we are. And he says, okay. The next thing we know, it's announced that Elon Musk bought the largest stake in Twitter, 9.2%. That he was going to be part of the board of directors, but it turned out there's a rule that if you're on the board, you can't own more than, I think, 14.5% of the company. And I said last week, I said, well, he's not going to do that. He's not going to be on the board. And I think it's because he's considering buying the whole damn thing. Well, Carrie, he made the offer. Do you, do you have a quick story on the offer I that he made? I do, yep. From the blaze, Elon Musk, Tesla, and SpaceX CEO is offered to buy all of Twitter for $43 billion, according to a Thursday morning Securities and Exchange Commission filing. The news comes just days after Musk declined to join the company's board of directors after having purchased a 9% stake in the company. Musk on Thursday announced he would be willing to pay $54.20 per share, a 54% premium over the stock's price prior to Musk's acquisition of his stake in the company. Musk, in a statement, said he believes the social media company has increased 
incredible potential, which he believes he can unlock as its sole private owner. I invested in Twitter as I believe in its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe. And I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy, he wrote in a letter included in the SEC filing. As a result, I'm offering to buy 100% of Twitter for $54.20 a share in cash, a 54% premium over the day before I began investing in Twitter, and a 38% premium over the day before my investment was publicly announced, he continued. My offer is my best and final offer, and if it is not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder. I mean, he's offering $43 billion, dozens of percentage points above what it's worth, and... They didn't immediately say yes. They haven't said no, but it appears as though the board of directors will have something to say about this, but but Musk has been tweeting all day. Of course, the shareholders should make the decision about this. I don't understand what the fear is. He just wants it to be what they promised it would be, and that's, I believe, what it would be should he own it. So your thoughts about this move by Elon Musk? Mark Cuban, who we've had on this show plenty of times, um, has said he thinks that it's a, it's some sort of a, a ruse to make the, I don't know, the, the stock price go up or something. I mean, that's sort of the the inference he was making on Twitter today. Cuban was. And Musk has been very, very hot on Twitter. Go to Twitter if you're if you're a member. If you're not, don't you don't have to go and sign up or anything, but look up Elon Musk, E-L-O-N-M-U-S-K, and just watch what he's been tweeting. Very interesting. Your thoughts on this when we come back. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. Your thoughts about Elon Musk making a position in going after Twitter. I mean, that could actually make Twitter what it was supposed to be, a digital town square. It hasn't been that in a very long time. And I guess in the beginning, it used to be before all these algorithms and everything. But I think the move that he's making makes a lot of sense because it's scaring the heck out of Silicon Valley that somebody actually wants free speech. And they're saying dumb things like billionaires shouldn't own the media. And almost all the media, the big media anyway, is owned by billionaires. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, but, that, but that's what it is. And then somebody, some Saudi prince or somebody, said something stupid. And Musk's response was, exactly how, what percentage do you own of this website? I mean, just went right after them, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Um, Got to tell you about Newsmax TV. Newsmax TV, getting it done. You're tired of woke culture. Eric Bowling has a show that you're going to want to watch. He's fighting back for you. Every afternoon, Eric Bowling is on Newsmax with his new show, The Balance. Eric takes on the woke media, tells the hard truth. Eric even takes on the swamp, exposing both Democrats and Republicans in Washington who really don't work for you. So, you need to watch Eric Bowling on Newsmax today. I watch Newsmax all the time when I turn my TV on. That is the station that it's on, automatically. I watch it all the time. Nielsen says more than 20 million Americans watch it too. Find Newsmax on every major cable system. If your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, call them, demand it, tell them you want it or you can switch. Or download the free Newsmax app on your iPhone, your Android device, your tablet, whatever you happen to have. It's easy and you can watch Newsmax or check out Newsmax.com anytime. Millions like you are switching to Newsmax for news they can trust. Switch today. Watch Eric Bowling The Balance 
every Monday through Friday. He does a great job. We've had him on this program several times. Eric is the same Eric Bowling you've always known and loved. And he's getting the job done. Go and check him out. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay on the line. I want to get you in on this on social media. Plus, I want to talk to you about the fact that a woman got two women pregnant. Carrie, that is the story, right? Mm, it is, yes. A woman got two women pregnant mm-hmm. in prison. It turns out it's crazy. Yeah. What? Mm, yep. It, it's, a, it's a miracle. Right around Easter it's time. Who knew? Uh, well, 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 we'll have the story, and people listening and watching can decide if it's a miracle and call in at 888-941-PAGS. Go to JoePags.com, scroll down to the bottom, send me an email. Keep it here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Thursday. Hopefully you're having a great day. Thanks for, for being along for the ride. About an hour away from Shell Brown, she went in front of the school board in Georgia and read some excerpts from a book uh, openly available to, to kids in middle school. And um, crazy. It doesn't make any sense. You've got people that, that, that are offering up books that have graphic detail of sexual activity. Graphic detail um, and actually pictures of, of people who are naked, are using guns that, uh, while being naked. It's all sorts of weird stuff that kids don't need to be exposed to. And when she brought it up at the school board, they asked her to stop reading the book, which is openly available in public school. A lot of you have seen that video. We'll have her on in about an hour. Meantime, Elon Musk says he wants to buy all of Twitter, and Twitter is in a tizzy over this entire thing. I've got to call. I'm going to grab a call on this, and then I want to go into how a woman got two women pregnant. Which is, uh, Carrie, is it a miracle? Some people in the chat room are saying it's science. It is not a miracle. Is it science even? Um, uh, no. I wouldn't say so. No, no, I don't think so either. I think it's just human nature, to be honest. Yeah. Let me go to uh, Chris, who's in Los Angeles. Chris, what's going on? Hi. Hey, congratulations on number 10. Thanks, man. Like I said, you need to stay the course. Otherwise, me and my family will have you leaving town if you get soft <laughs> on these liberal people. I will not. As far as Mr. Musk is concerned, I'm a big admirer of his. He thinks outside the box just like Nikola Tesla. You know what happened to him if you know anything about his history. Yes. If the SEC doesn't stop him, then I would suggest he put up his security detail a little bit more intense because somebody's going to try and stop them if it's not done by the government. That's all I got. Well, well, Chris, thanks a million. I only stayed on the show, by the way, because you said that you would come and get me or kick me out of Texas if I didn't stay on there. It's the only reason I stayed. Um, but, but you're right. I mean, you see, uh, Carrie, have you followed this very closely at all with the back and forth on, on Elon Musk? No, not really. Because I got I to tell you, I mean, the fangs are out. Oh, I'm sure. Well, the, I did hear about that Saudi out. billionaire. Um, right. Said, he decided yeah. that he would go after him. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can pull that tweet up, as a matter of fact, because uh, that that was very telling as to what kind of a day it was going to be with yeah. Elon Musk saying he wanted to buy um, Twitter. Yeah, because I think he it, said you know, he would consider it if Musk would offer more. Yeah, what is that? But, yeah, I don't know. How, how, how much more? He's offered, what did, what did you say, 38% over what he bought it at? Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, Hello. That seems to be pretty, yeah, you know, pretty, pretty, good, pretty, to me. pretty um, good deal. That's a nice profit, I, I no? I think so, yeah. Let me see if I can find the actual tweet. 
And it was a reply, so it might not pop right up in front of my face. Let me see. Because suddenly the Saudi prince decided he would put something on Twitter talking about how much money mm-hmm. he wants or something. Uh, it just The whole thing's nut, nutsy cuckoo. But let me ask you this. If you're one of the, the shareholders in Twitter and you're being offered that much more on your dollar, are you more concerned about the site becoming a free speech site or are you more concerned about your future and never having to work again and, and the next generations of your people will never have to work again either? Well, that sounds really nice, actually. Right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I can't find that specific tweet. If you find it anywhere, let me know. Okay. Because that was an interesting back and forth. And he's not backing down. And then you've got billionaire Mark Cuban. Listen, I get a lot of respect for Mark Cuban. He and I disagree in a lot. I get a lot of respect for him. He's come on my show. He's been very nice to me. Uh, but And we will continue to disagree. And we've disagreed on direct messages on Twitter. Um, I didn't like what he had to say today, almost suggesting that Musk is doing this for uh, other reasons, which I disagree with. Um, he's offered a real a real solid amount of money, way more than anybody who started Twitter thought they would ever be involved in. And I think that it should certainly be, and who should decide? It should be the shareholders. It should not be, you know, a board of directors of a bunch of woke idiots. And I think it's, it's really kind of that simple. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, uh, Carrie, if you don't mind, let's talk about how this woman got two women pregnant. Kind of interesting. Okay, this is from Vox News. Two inmates at New Jersey's only women's prison are pregnant after reportedly having sex with a transgender inmate. It appears the women became pregnant from consensual sexual relationships with another incarcerated person. Dan Sparaza, the Department of Corrections External Affairs Executive Director, told NJ.com. The prisoners are held at the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility in Clinton, which has faced a long string of sexual assault scandals. Governor Phil Murphy announced plans last year to shut the facility, which is New Jersey's only women's prison. And the prison houses more than 800 inmates and began housing transgender women last year following a lawsuit brought forth by a trans inmate who lived in men's prisons for 18 months and the American Civil Liberties Union of New Jersey. And there are 27 inmates who identify as transgender currently housed at the facility, according to NJ.com. New Jersey's policy does not require trans women inmates to undergo gender reassignment surgery to be held in the facility. While DOC cannot comment on any specific disciplinary or housing decisions that may be considered in light of these events, the department always reserves all options to ensure the health and safety of the individuals in its custody, Sparaza told the Daily Mail. Two Edna Mahan prisoners filed a lawsuit last year seeking to end New Jersey's gender identity policy for prisons, claiming they were harassed by trans inmates and that transgender inmates were having sex with female prisoners. ACLU legal director Jean Lucero defended the policy of allowing transgender inmates in a women's prison as one that protects the rights of transgender women. Okay, let's break this down. First of all, some of the language used there, not written by Kerry, um, is ridiculous. There's nothing, there's no truth, I should say, to the terminology of gender reassignment surgery. You cannot reassign someone a gender. Gender is something that is nature, God. Um, it is known. It's scientific. It's it's genetic. If you have a Y, you're a male. If you have no Y, you're a female. Okay, how many X's you have and how many Y's you have? That's the rule. You got a Y, you're a male. You got no Y, you're a female. So you really can't reassign someone's gender. They used to call it a sex change operation, um, which really just visually changes somebody's body to look more like the gender they want to identify with. I also reject the idea 
of gender-affirming treatment, which is not a thing either. You can't affirm somebody's gender if it's the wrong gender. You want to affirm the gender, do a chromosome test, know Y, you're a girl, No X, or just X's, you're a girl. If you have a Y, you're a boy. You can't really affirm a gender that is not scientifically true. So you've got a male, by all accounts, who has been convicted of something, who has the genitalia, who has clearly the desire to procreate, who was put in prison with females. The male then had consensual, we're told, the usual kind of male-female sex, and got two women pregnant. What the hell happened to the ACLU? Now, the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, they somehow think that it is a civil liberty to say you're the gender you're not. Don't do anything to change yourself outwardly. Still have the ability to procreate with the opposite gender. You somehow have the right to be put in incarceration after doing something bad against society with people of the opposite gender that you're attracted to, that you want to have sex with, that you want to procreate with. The ACLU thinks that's somehow normal and righteous according to the Constitution. Civil liberties are what's protected by that document. What civil liberty is it that allows a man to say he's a woman, be put in prison with women, and have sex with a bunch of them and pregnating too? What is the, the right in the Bill of Rights? What is the amendment that was added later? What is it that is in the text that says, if you want to say you're the opposite gender, you can, we have to accept that, and place you in a facility with people who are really the opposite gender so you can do anything you want? I've never seen it. I've looked. There is no amendment, there is nothing in the text that suggests that you get to tell people that science is wrong, God is wrong, nature is wrong, whatever you believe in is wrong, you know better than anybody that you're really the other gender or sex. And because you said that, listen, Carrie, wasn't there a story about three or four months ago where we heard that people were requesting more condoms in the female jail? Yes, yep, I mean, we did that story. Why would you need that? Because there are a bunch of transgender people who are saying that they're females when they're not. And where's the ACLU when you're talking about these women who are incarcerated who have been assaulted or harassed by these transgender inmates? They have been assaulted, harassed, and raped, some of them. Mm-hmm. You're right. Where are The ACLU doesn't care about the victims. They care to look woke for some reason. They care that somebody says, hey, the ACLU is out to help out the LGBTQXYZs. That, that's what it is. I mean, it's a great question. So you've got people who are being put in prison with those who are of the opposite sex genetically. They are stronger, bigger. They want to procreate with them. And they're saying we have to do this to be woke or accepting or tolerant or equitable. And it's just stupid. And there is a solution here. It's a simple solution. It's not very difficult at all. And I'm not even saying put a transgender woman who's a male in with the male population. I'm not saying that either. Have a separate cell block that's trans. Done. Have a nice day. They're not going to make each other pregnant. I mean, we now have empirical data showing that biological men, that natural men who are pretending to be women, are 
really using that excuse to get with women inside the prison. And the thing that I've never understood about this whole transgender idea is how do you know they're telling the truth? I know there are people who deal with gender dysphoria. I know Caitlyn Jenner believes what Caitlyn Jenner believes. Of course, scientifically, male. But there are there is no way other than having that conversation and going through the counseling and understanding the reality. There's no way other to know that what the person's saying is true. It's like Target saying that any person can go into the bathroom of their of their choice. All I have to do is say in two seconds, I'm a girl, and I can go into the girls' room, the ladies' room, really? That doesn't make any sense. We don't know whether they're telling the truth. You cannot send natural, biological, scientific, genetic men into a prison with women unless you want to cut off their genitals. Carrie, sounds gross, right? Mm, yes. Sounds horrible. But, but guess what? He won't be able to make somebody pregnant, will he? If you're really no, a woman and you're, you want to be a woman and you identify as a woman, well, let me take care of that, that, that area of your body that can impregnate somebody. You think they go for that? Mm, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no as well. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Go to J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. We've got the story there of my interview with Megan Kelly. Go and watch that. A lot of people have gone back and watched that. Very good interview from yesterday. Make sure you go check that out. Also, the interview with uh, with the Florida Senate President, Wilton Simpson. Go and check that out as well. How Florida got it so right and so many other states got it so wrong with the pandemic and much, much more. So go check that out as well. Let me tell you about the um, proven oxy technology that is within the thunderstorm um, air purifier from Eden Pure. Just had an email right before the show. Hey, what's that code again? I'll give you the code in a little while where you can save 200 bucks on the on a three-pack of these great air purifiers. Listen, they get rid of any odor like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more. Over 200,000 thunderstorms sold, so you know that it must work. Never breathe dirty air again. You have to buy any filters either. People are always like, well, how much is the filter going to cost every two months or whatever? You don't have to worry about that. Takes up no floor space, plugs directly into the wall. It's nearly silent, great for use in bedrooms, uh, and we've got a, a couple of them in the house now. And I can tell where they are when I walk into the room. It smells like that fresh smell that, that's left behind by a thunderstorm rolling through. So go and get yourself some of these. Get three of them right now and save $200. So you're going to get three of them for about 200 bucks. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS3. P-A-G-S, the number three. to uh, Save 200 bucks right now. Shipping is free too. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code P-A-G-S3. Save 200 bucks. Get that done right now. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, interesting story, huh? You, you got a woman making two women pregnant. See, listen, at some point we stopped using common sense. We stopped using common sense in this world, in our, in our country specifically. Whereas I don't think a lot of other countries would do it like we do it. We have to for some reason because somebody says the words, I am female, 
doesn't matter what the obvious signs are, doesn't matter what science says, doesn't matter what genetics say. You just have to believe it. And if you don't believe it, somehow a violation of the civil liberties. Show me. Where is this a violation of civil liberties? You can't because it isn't. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say how to line one. Rachel is in St. Augustine. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, I just wanted to call and say you had asserted that uh, the, these men shouldn't be allowed into the women's prisons unless they have the surgery that removes their stuff and then they can't get women pregnant. My main point is that, um, you know, it's pretty well known that if you castrate a sex offender, they still continue to make sexual offenses, right? And so I really question um, the reporting on this story, and they say, well, these women had sex and got pregnant, but they didn't say if it was like willing or if it was forced, and I really suspect that it was forced. Well, Rachel, the story does say that it was consensual. Interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, well, <laughs> uh, I guess you're right. You know, they, they wouldn't be able to get them pregnant. I, they, they, they would not. No, well, that, I want to uh, agree with you, though. I don't want to say that you are wrong because you're right. Rape is violence. Rape is not necessarily sex, although it's a component of it. It's violence. That's violently assaulting somebody and cutting off their genitals wouldn't stop them from being able to be violent with somebody and sexually assaulting them in different ways. But this is the, these two women are pregnant, allegedly, because of a consensual you know, sexual relationship with this guy who says he's a woman. So it's clear to me either you give them an option we're going to imprison you with the trans people or we can cut everything off what do you want to do and i'm guessing rachel i'm guessing nobody would go for the cutting the stuff off part yeah i don't know you'd be surprised this is a topic that i'm very uh invested in i'm very passionate about and there's um i mean there are men that have castration fantasies and stuff as well as a lot of other you know things so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I got you. Rachel, I hear you. I appreciate you calling in. Yeah. That story literally said, Carrie, correct me if I'm wrong. It literally says it was consensual, that right? That is correct, yes. All right, let me go back at it. It's going to be uh, Jeff in San Antonio. Jeff, quickly, what's up? Yeah, uh, being on the consensual side of that, just all they got to do is ask them a question when they first go in, okay? You say you identify as a woman, okay? Well, in this case, when chemically shuts you down so you can't get anybody pregnant do you agree that oh no oh no i can't well send them to go hang with the guys and then exactly right no you're right i mean i think those those you can go to the guy jail because you're genetically a man you can go to the trans jail that we're gonna have a cell block for just for trans women or you can go to the to the women's prison because you say you're a woman but we're gonna have to make sure that you can't physically do something while there i, I don't think that's that's asking too much kyle very fast let's go Hey, Joe, I'm a correction officer in Lockhart, Texas. Great. At, a, at an all-women's unit. Hey, the Texas Department of Criminal Justice rule is that you have to have surgery below the waist before you can get in a women's unit. So I just want the transgender, at least in Texas Department of Criminal Justice, you can't, if you're male below the waist, you can't get in a women's unit. Well, I'm pretty sure that that, that story was out of Texas a few months ago that they wanted more condoms in prisons. Which didn't make sense to me. Well, it could have been a it could have been a federal unit or okay. county, but as far as the state of Texas goes, you can't do it. All right, brother Kyle, I appreciate you. Stay safe, man. All right, open line now eight 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 nine four one Pags JoePags dot com. Much more to come. Keep it right here. Don't be an A dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.